Welcome everyone to another episode of the Chatty Gamers Podcast, the podcast about gamers who like to chat. It is me, Luke, along with Cody and Jake as usual. Welcome guys. Hey. Yo, yo, yo. Jake, we missed you last week, man. You you missed out a good episode. I listened after and I was like, man, I had so many things I would have brought up and like, ugh. But... It was probably not the best episode for me anyways, because I don't personally listen to music that much when I'm gaming. I like the in-game stuff a bit better, usually. But, it was a great episode, boys. Yes, sir, it was. Oh, thank you. I'm pretty proud of my work. All I'm right. just proud of me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this week's episode is gaming theories. Uh, basically, whether it be true or not, they're just funny or dark tales about video games that could add a little bit more to the game that we all know and love. Whether that be anything from Ben Drowned from Zelda to the Madden curse in Madden. Um and that's pretty much what we're going to be discussing today, uh, Cody, since you led oh, us man. into this kind of topic for when we were listen- listing. Uh, Wait, was, was I? Was that me? I thought it was Jake. Was it Jake? I think it was Jake that theory, because I did, I did villains. Like, I think my idea should be villains, but... Oh, wait, no, it was me, but I think you, like, were like, oh, I got everything. Like, you knew a lot more. Oh yeah, no, I like theories. Theories are my fun thing. I like conspiracy theories and lore and getting into the backstories and hidden stories behind meanings. Yeah, like you, I think you said you had everything. You had a lot of things prepared, even though you just worked on it today. And I literally have a article of twenty-five shocking uh, game theories that could be true, and that's my list. Oh jeez. Yeah, no, so mine, I guess I guess I could lead this off, so I, I don't know where to start. We'll start off with a super simple one. Start at the beginning. But, yeah, let's see. Well, I mean, it's simple. I'm going to start with simple to more complex. So okay. I'm going to go with Pac-Man and the ghosts. Okay. And what they mean. So there's the whole theory behind this is that Pac-Man, you know, just a typical person. Yeah. But his ghosts each have a depiction for a mental problem. So you got the blue ghost, pink ghost, red ghost, and orange ghosts, right? Yeah. So each yeah. one of those represents four different things. Well, one different thing for each one, I guess. So yeah, four things. So you got your blue is your depression, your mm-hmm. red is anger, your pink is lust, and orange is greed. So mm, you go around, so then you eat the pellets, and it's like that. But then the bigger pellets are like your medicine. So that when they turn to a solid blue color and they look more frantic, it's when you can crush those problems and eat those problems and then those problems go away. Wait, what's the little dots? I, I don't, honestly, I don't remember what it was, but this one's like one of those classic gaming theories that like I can't remember off the top of my head. Gotcha. I just know the bigger pellets are like your pills oh, and the, your medicine. What Does uh, Pac-Man stand for anything or is Pac-Man like you? It's just, just a normal everyday person. Oh, okay. That's, that's, that's a takes, super cool theory. 
that, and then so he eats those, and then you know you have your food. You have to eat while you take your pills, and things pop up, different levels, yeah, different mazes you have to get around, and he gets the pill, and then you can go and crush those things and eat those problems, and then those problems go away. But then five, about twenty seconds later, those problems can come back. True, true. Proving that like it helps, but no matter what, it'll never go away. So along mm. with this, does that also mean like the fruit in the game? Does that mean anything or is that just It's the food you have to eat with your medicine? Oh true. Usually mm. I have to drink yeah. with my medicine. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Some I I can take this from personal experiences from everything that I've had to do in my life just from the military alone. So a lot of the medicine you take for psych problems, they want you to eat too because it helps with digestion and the getting into your system. Uh, okay. No, I'm not a medical professional. Don't <laughs> take my word for it. He's a doctor. He has a PhD, everyone. <laughs> this is just my personal experiences. <laughs> yeah. That sounds uh, about right. Do you think that this is like... So would you say this is a theory or is this like a cool... like? Oh, this is definitely one of the theories that I have about Pac-Man that was you can throw up a theory about everything. True. It's a cool idea. It's also a theory because it's labeled as a theory. Oh, okay. It just goes to one of those classic gaming theories that are super fun to look into. Like you don't look too deep into it because obviously it has no meaning. Yeah. But it's fun to give something a meaning. I know it's not gaming, but uh the Winnie the Pooh characters and their disorders, I feel like that's like more true because their characters actually show i'm convinced that's 100 percent scientifically proven yes i remember reading uh, <laughs> stuff about that but that's that's a good theory that makes me think about pac-man in a different way because that is like one of my favorite arcade like go into like an actual arcade and play the machine type game mm-hmm. um let's see what i got i got i already listed it just because it's the most basic one Everyone knows about the Madden Curse. The Madden Curse is a video game theory. Originally starting out as a joke, it quickly grew to become a popular theory, starting with Garrison Hurst on the cover of Madden 98. Soon after he appeared on the cover, he broke his ankle. Of the 19 players featured on the game's cover, only 17 have suffered severe season-ending injuries soon after their video game's release. Just a coincidence? That's what EA Sports would like you to believe. I... Only 17. <laughs> Only 17. If this is true, like, with how that is, I don't want Josh Allen to be on the cover, but I also want him to be on the cover just so he's on the cover. But I, be- I don't think... Uh, I think Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady were on Madden 22, and I don't think... I think they suffered stuff. I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't even know who's on Holmes Madden 23. Still, Holmes has still got that ankle problem that's oh, happened yeah. at the beginning of the year, the season. He's been mm. struggling through that. It's not season ending, but it is debilitating. Tom Brady had that on his cover. Guess what happened? He died. Retired. Oh. <laughs> yep. Same thing. <laughs> it's not really... I guess it's technically season ending, but it's not injury related. Yeah. But um, still, it could be pushed underneath that cursed well, category. Yeah. Well, that uh, injury, like you said, about Mahomes, he did win the Super Bowl, I believe, with the injury. Barely. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Go birds! <laughs> I'm trying to figure out who's on. I'm a Broncos fan. 
Go birds. Well, so should I uh, talk about some theories that I have thought about? Well, no, you're just here to sit there and listen. Before oh, okay, uh, we right? switch over, I looked it up um, because I forgot. John, I think it's yeah. John Madden is on Madden twenty three. So do you think something's gonna happen to him? Do you think he's gonna come back from the dead, or no something? <laughs> This isn't this isn't no Lazarus effect nonsense. He can't come back. He's dead. He's dead. <laughs> True. Jake, what do you got? Well, so obviously, it was gonna come up. Every person who's ever played Minecraft has heard the name. Oh boy, don't you get me started because that's that's my most complex one. I always thought he was a real character, like in the game. Is he? he so, okay. it's it's a topic of hot debate. A lot of people are are very one sided or the other. People will say, "Nah, there's no way he actually exists. It's all a marketing ploy." But on the other side, people are like, "Nah, I've dead ass like seen him," and they're like, "Oh yeah, well, give me proof," and they're like, "We can't." And, um, I'm on that. I'm on that side of it. Like, I've seen him. One of my worlds can't get deleted. It's completely corrupted. It's stuck. You can't get into it. You can't invite anybody into it. Herobrine, in my opinion, is very real, but it's a code corruption. Mm-hmm. It's encoded into that certain and into a certain seed. That makes sense. Um, that randomly corrupts, because that's what happens. He corrupts everything, and then you can't get back, and you can't change it. I I want to know how that like how he gets in the game, because not to like bust it or anything, but I looked it up, and he's not an actual feature in any of the games, like any of the feet, like any version of the game. But it's like, how did he get there? Like you said, it could have been a miscoding, coding, which would make sense because how do you think we got the creeper? From a pig. Probably well, the same that's, thing. That's, that's, you didn't get a creeper from it. I mean, technically. Yeah, we did. Was <laughs> it was just a design flaw. Whole different story. True. <laughs> Does Herobrine... Continue, sorry. Oh. oh, yeah. Well, just in general, though, it's still just fun to think about and and talk about. Herobrine, some people are just like, well, I don't really care because... I'll just beat him up, and then every every person who's ever tried that has some kind of horror story about that world. It's uh, it's just very fun to think about, like a mythical fucking creature in a video game. Is he overpowered yeah. or? Um, he makes the warden look like a puppy. Ah, and the warden has five hundred hit points, so. The Warden is untouchable in the sense of when you think of it, if you we, we all know the SCP Foundation, right? Yeah. No. He, would be, he would be classified <laughs> underneath an SCP numeral. Oh. He's that overpowered. He cannot be touched by any living, any living creature. He does what he wants, goes where he wants, when he wants. Do you think he... He can look at you and leave you alone. You can do one thing, and he can be angry and just completely ruin everything. 
Do you think he's... The telltale sign of Harebrine is an upside-down cross. The what? An upside-down cross of cobblestone. Oh. That's how we can... That's usually usually a tell sign of him. And it's usually upright. It's not laying on the ground. It's usually upright. Because he's like the Antichrist, the anti-Steve. Gotcha. So Steve is our Lord and Savior, is what you're saying. (laughs) Steve is the Lord and Savior of Minecraft. (laughs) Um... Uh... Oh man, I was gonna. Oh yeah, D- the new uh, version of Minecraft came out. The what was it called? Yeah. What was it called? Trails and Tales. Yeah. Do you think he's gonna be in that? Later? No. So I-, I feel like we're stealing all of Jake's thunder with this, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so many I'm questions. So sorry, the only other thing I was gonna say is, well, no, I really appreciate it, Cody, because I feel like I'm not super invested in the Hero Brian. Oh, I'm invested into everything like, Minecraft. I haven't, I'm... I haven't gone down that rabbit hole like I know some people have. Yeah. But oh, yeah. I know that he, like, they mention him in patch notes and shit, like, removed Herobrine or, yeah, or some shit like that. Yeah. Which, you know, if they're even acknowledging that at all, who knows? But, hey, uh, yeah, no, Cody, I, I appreciate your uh, depth of knowledge here because I did not have as much. Yeah, no, out of the three of us, I'm the biggest Minecraft player. I love Minecraft. I love the lore and the story behind it. I'm weird. Nerd. The more, the more, nerd. <laughs> and the more lore you get into Minecraft, the more you realize it is not just a child's game. There's, like, this is, why, this is why it's my most in-depth. Like, I have three different things actually four technically different things to talk about when it comes to minecraft in the theory realm the mining the crafting and then two other stuff three other stuff oh (laughs) (laughs) there's three just i haven't i I, like i haven't this one that i'm just not getting into so i can't really talk much about it well uh cody why don't you all right so i mean if we're going in order we're going in order after we're going to stick with stick with my way i'm doing things okay it's uh our favorite, our beloved, everyone knows this worldwide, Pokemon. Ooh. And we're here to talk about Ash's age. He's 10. End he of is discussion. 10, and <laughs> it never changes. But do you know why he's 10, and it never changes? Because he's a cartoon uh, character. Is there okay, a, shut up. <laughs> Pokemon? He is a Pokemon. So, no. Oh my god, he's a perky man. <laughs> But no, seriously. So in the original, I think it's the Pokemon Indigo 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 League or whatever it is. Whatever Some color. The first, the, anime, the first animated one that came up. You'll notice that after a storm where he's running with Pikachu and being chased by Spearow, I think is his, the sky clears, and then there's this bird Pokemon flying in the sky. It's Ho-Oh. Who else but Ho-Oh? What does Ho-Oh do? One wish. Be young forever, so he oh. can't, so he can catch every single Pokemon and be the master. Thus, yeah. uh, that's permanently keeping Ash perpetually ten, and everyone around him, he doesn't age because he wants to be able to catch everything. He wants to watch everyone live. We don't ever hear news of his mother ever passing. Professor Oak just passes on things and retires to Professor Willow, 
and all these other people from other multiple genres and types of gaming Pokemon there are. Because there's like 16 different professors, granted. There should be, because, you know, Professor Oak can't do it all. He's not the goat. Yeah. But he is the goat. <laughs> but he is the goat. <laughs> but, no, it's, um, there's just, that's like my take on that and how Ash Ketchum and Pikachu perpetually stay the same is character it... move on but no one ever hears of anybody dying ever is it wrong of me to think that i always thought his last name was ketchup like ketchup bottle <laughs> no it's just it was always fun to think that because the, the the m is just replaced with the p and then you get ketchup <laughs> yeah because i catch them all but since I, the ash like era ended because he became like the champion do you mm-hmm. think that was like his end in quotations of like that wish, or do you think he's going to be 10 forever? Because I know that he wanted to be the very best, but you said that he wanted to catch them all. And I don't think he's caught them all yet. No, but then there's also the token uh, on the opposite token of that. During that attack, he got put into a medical coma. Oh yeah. He got put into a coma and this is his whole imagination. He's on the cycling through. And that gets into whole debate of, what actually happens in a coma? Because then no one knows what the hell happens in a coma. So it gets confusing. And then it's bringing a whole different side of things. And yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, that's that's cool to think about. Yeah. Yeah. Something to, the, to get the old noodle cooking. <laughs> now, does this only apply to the show or the games as well? Uh, the games are a different story. This is more or less the show, because uh-huh. in the games, each care, each main character you play, mm-hmm. is physically different. True. You're just playing as a trainer, not as Ash or anything like that. This yeah. theory is specified to the animated series of Ash Ketchum. Oh, okay, that's interesting. That's kind of, yeah. Wow. Wow. Man. <laughs> I told you, theories are my thing. Yeah. Are, are you excited for the Pokemon series that'll come out without Ash? Like it's, it's, that... it's going to be an interesting one. Definitely an end of a generation, for oh. sure. Yeah. Because my generation grew up on Pokemon. We were six when it came out, 99. I'm, I'm part of the same generation. I think, was, I think it was 99 when it came out. Let me, let me double check that. Back in the 1900s. Yeah, shh, and boy, don't you start with me. <laughs> don't you start with me. Isn't Nintendo technically, like... Nintendo was think, founded in... Didn't it technically 18... exist during the same time as the Ottoman Empire? It did. It was founded in the early in the late 1800s, and it was established as a card... Yeah, a card, card game. Company, a, a, a playing card company. And then it established into many other things. Like board as, games. No, and as know. technology, no, no, it's kind of along that line. Oh. It's it just changed so much throughout. <clears throat> so I was four when Pokemon dropped. I was four years old. Wow, ninety-seven is the original release date oh, okay. of the very first episode so, in the U.S. Uh, then I was on my way. Luke, you weren't oh. even born. I wasn't even thought of. I think <laughs> I I probably had arms. But, <laughs> and arms, <laughs> and, and probably even legs at this point. Were, yes. Weren't you born in like ninety eight? 
So it's April 1st of 97. So there's a chance if you were born in 98 that you were. Oh, oh no. Then I wasn't even conceived. I <laughs> Man, I wasn't even a thought yet. Unfortunate. <laughs> nope, right. I would have been three years and ten months. So obviously I didn't know what it was when it first came out. But about 99 when I was six, I got into it. Mm. <clears throat> All right. Moving forward. Um. I'm scrolling down through this list and I got a Minecraft theory. Oh boy, here we go again. It um uh, so it says in a crazy sci- scientific theory for the ages, one video gamer one video gamer believes the world of Minecraft is actually a dead star in the sun that orbits it is the mine is the Minecraft inhabitants old world. Essentially, in the old world, they faced extinction from the dying star, so they blew up their old world to create a new star and moved to the dying star and began building on top of it to build a new inhabitable world. That's why when you get to the very bottom of the Minecraft world, you can't go any further because it's a dead star. So if you look up at the sun orbiting the Minecraft world, you're looking at your old home, which we said it was crazy, right? Like, I didn't even think that would be possible. Like, people are just making these theories about anything and it just changes a whole new perspective whether that might be true or not it's a weird thing to like think about and like kind of like a cool campfire story to tell because it makes sense because why i don't i just uh can't really wrap my head around it what do you guys think i honestly think that for a theory to be a theory it has to have some sort of validity to it True. To me, that yeah. makes no sense. How are you going to look at an old star? How would you live on the freaking sun? Yeah, that's, that's what oh. it's saying. Star has <laughs> provide lights. How, what, like, how are you going to move from something that's on freaking fire, something that's not? It'd be perfectly fine. What kind of creature could live on that? That temperature? Would I be mean, ridiculous. Steve can. Uh, Steve you know, can't survive lava. <laughs> he can lift a lot, so maybe he. He just lifted the entire planet. Steve can't lift that. You're right, but I don't Steve know. Steve can't survive fire. He yeah. can hold what a bunch of blocks. <laughs> There's really not much uh, like stuff the supporting of, it. Of weight he can physically carry just by uh, calculating in gold blocks is like with gold armor and shit. You're about to get me started on Link. Don't get me started on Link. Link is the strongest or, character, and that about, is my next one to talk the, about. The gold horse that's carrying you with all of that. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Link. Don't and, get me started and then, on I mean, Link. Not to mention technically <laughs> infinite strength, but with uh, uh, netherite chests. You know, oh. if they're if they're all full with all full uh you know if each chest has six has full slots of netherite chests and there and steve can hold 30 of those chests you know that's 30 infinite chests i guess yeah what my theory is whole different than that (laughs) Well, it did kind of take this a is more of a debate than, than a theory. Though, so, yeah, my bad. <laughs> you got any 
other theories, Jake? Well, it's less of a theory than just overall admiration, I guess, because I have gone down the, the rabbit hole a little bit with with this, and it's just the, the zombies, Call of Duty zombies lore, goes so crazily in-depth. There's, like, there's, like, eight to nine-hour, like, summations of it. It's, it's insane. It's insanity. Uh, like, there's alternate timelines. There's all sorts. I don't even know how to explain it because it's such a, uh, like, database of information. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. It's just very difficult. Like, so I'm talking starting from like World at War, uh, Call of Duty Black Ops. Uh, all four of them are part of one story. Oh, and, yeah, I've heard about that. I know what theory you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So that's like the Aether story. Then there's two other uh, stories. There's the Chaos story. Um, which was only in Black Ops 4, but, you know, controversial opinion, Black Ops 4 did have some cool fucking maps. Uh, so there is that. Uh, and then there's also, like, another... They're calling it the Dark Aether Saga. Okay. Which, I guess, uh, is Cold War and Vanguard zombies. I haven't played Vanguard yet, so... Same. I don't Fresh. I'm not, yeah. I wasn't gonna buy it, so. It's in my opinion, it's the worst. It's the worst. It, it looked no. like hot garbage, so yeah, I didn't get that. But apparently, that's also part of its own like timeline and story arc. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many like, just. I mean, from the beginning, it's like where zombies are coming from and. And why they are coming, and why they are coming to exactly where you are, and like the overall cause effect of much larger beings at play. Uh, like you guys have probably played Black Ops Three, yeah? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, I have it. Uh, the very first map, the one that came with the game, is called Shadows of Evil, and that's where you meet the Shadow Man. He and and you, it's the first introduction of the summoning key, like that. Shadow Man is super important figure in the lore. The summoning key is a. a oh, let me see if I can quote it. Is the most powerful relic in any dimension ever created or something like that. And they left it on a table. And so it got like unstable and that's what created, uh, or that's part of the revelations map. If you ever played that one, it's, it's so fun to just, Look at how all the maps kind of, like, all of, of, like, the past, you know, six games have, uh, 
culminated, I guess is the is a good way to put it. Like how each map relates to one another in an overarching story that would literally take eight to nine hours to explain, and is explained by uh, by people a lot better than I'm doing it right now. Um, but yeah, if you just look up like zombies lore, you're sure to find all sorts of videos and and shit about uh, about all the all the crazy theories and stuff behind it, which gets is like uh, has validity, like Cody was uh, talking about, because it's from people actually hardcore in depth examining like every corner of every game true yeah okay okay yeah i wonder if that's gonna lead into the cod 2023 which is apparently going to be a sequel to modern warfare 2 don't know when obviously it's coming out this year but don't know what the name is because why would it be called cod 2023 yeah no idea yeah when I heard this, it's supposed to be just like a extension of Modern Warfare 2, but... Yikes. I want tough. them to remaster Black Ops 1, 2, and 3. They're eventually going to do it. They're going to do it to all of them. True. Uh, it's going to take some time. It's your turn, right, Cody? Oh, jeepers creepers. What a theory that um, was, Jake. Because, <clears throat> boy, do I... Do I have a podcast? We do have a podcast. You are right, Cody. Um, come on, stupid brain work. <laughs> uh. um, a theory. I do have a theory, but it's Minecraft, and I can just go on for ages about this one. So I'm going to go onto it and just skip that one for a second because that will be my last one. So Link is the strongest character in video games. Is this opinionative or physically, um, scientifically? So I, read this one from an, I read this from an article. Uh. So it's not really fact. It's not really opinion. I don't really know how to describe it. But I mean, it's the wildest gaming theories according just, to game theory. Are we just talking about like normal link or like Toon Link and all that kind of stuff? Just... Uh, normal link. So it just this is what it says. So I'm just gonna read this from the article that I found this one because I was just looking at Link and I was just trying to find like you know the Legend of Zelda things like theories behind that one. Yeah, it's, it's always fun to talk about which video game characters you think would win in a fight. Kirby. But not many people mention Link. They said this episode of Game Theory throws Link into a ring as a contender for the world's strongest video game character, and they do it through the science of the Golden Gauntlet deadlift. Oh. that is done in the ocarina of time they calculate the mass of that solid pillar of stone and show that link is nobody to laugh at in fact he could probably kill someone with just by flicking his finger why doesn't he just kill ganondorf then <laughs> well if you think about it how strong is everything else in that world then if oh. if link is that strong how strong is yeah. everything else then true very strong so if Ganon was brought into freaking Super Smash Bros. Imagine how strong that guy would be. He is in it. I don't, I've never played with him in it. <laughs> wow. 
Dude, I only do old school. I only did old school. He should still be in the old school. Uh, he wasn't in the original. What's the, what's the first one? Yeah. Melee or something? He's in Melee at least. Wasn't yeah, the, the 64. Nintendo 64 one I don't think he was in. Oh, uh... Okay. Yeah. Super Smash Bros. in Nintendo. That's the only one I've played. I have never played any other one. I've played it on the Switch, but I... Oh, in Brawl. So, uh, with Wii. Yeah, like, I mean, I've played Super Smash Bros. on Nintendo 64 and then the Switch. Oh, yeah, so you didn't have it on the Wii U or the Wii. Yeah. So, to me, that's unknown knowledge. Yeah, well... Okay. Hold on, Uh, I'm trying to figure this out. Because... That's very interesting. You guys can continue. I'll. Pop no, it. but it's like yeah. so that golden gauntlet deadlifts was okay. just wild. So. Uh, you, yeah, you'll have to. Um, could you exp- uh, like explain it? I guess a little better. The golden gauntlet like, deadlifts. Yeah. So, cause I, I say this because I didn't play Ocarina. Alright, so the Golden Gauntlet Deadlift was just a test of how strong Link is. And mm. it's just a, it was just a trial that he had to do. Yeah. And I guess there's really not much on you had to play you had to play the game. But I gotcha. It's just a challenge, if I remember right off the top of my head. But you know, I found from Gamer Rant, I found a bunch more that would Peak Luke's interest, one of them being Kirby. Yeah, Kirby. You know what I'm talking about? No. Kirby visits post-apocalyptic Earth. Never heard of it. (laughs) This theory involving Nintendo's resident pink puffball, Kirby, is downright eerie. It states that the Shiver Star planet in Kirby 64, the Crystal Shards, the best Kirby game ever to be created in my opinion, is a future post-apocalyptic version of Earth. Shiver Star itself looks very similar to Earth, complete with a single moon in its orbit, but the difference is that it's covered completely in ice. While it could just be a random ice planet, the places Kirby visits while there further support the idea that Shiver Earth, Shiver Star is Earth. Such as a shopping mall in a factory, there are no humans to be found in these locations, just mindless patrolling robots suggesting that humanity has been wiped out. So to know what this exact is, I know exactly what this is. You have to get a Nintendo 64, you have to get this specific game, and you have to do the Shiver Star. Mm. Hmm. But it's, I agree with it. It looks very post-apocalyptic nuclear winter Earth. That sounds kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it's just to buy that game alone. I think the cartridge itself is almost ninety to hundred dollars. Damn. It's a rare. It's a rare but highly wanted game because it was that good. What game is it? Crystal Shards, Kirby sixty four. Kirby sixty four, the Crystal Shards. No kidding. It's a super good game. Like I said, I out of the three of us, I am the, the old oldest. Gamer. <laughs> the oldest, the old school gamer. True. Oh, wow. All right, Jake, what do you got? Oh, no, it's my turn. Oh, it's your turn? I was yeah. going to say, you're looking or what? <laughs> um, I was just trying to figure out where, um, like, what Ganon, 
his first appearance was because it said that he his first appearance was as Beast Ganon, and I'm trying to figure out which game that was in. Um, but uh, that'll pass on. Um, so I I'm gonna try to like get through my theories because I only have like five more of them that I want to try to get through. But let's see. Mario keeps Luigi from destroying the world. For a long time, many have believed Mario to be the stronger and more capable hero of the two Mario brothers. And fun fact, it is confirmed that Mario and Luigi's last name is Mario, which is weird. Uh, however, this theory, uh, posti- I can't read that word. Posthumously? Posthumously, post- yes. Postulates. Postulate. Postulate. Yeah, postulate that Luigi is much more powerful than he puts on. In fact, Luigi is so so powerful that he could eventually destroy the world, and that's why he sticks with his brother Mario wherever he goes, hoping that if one day he goes berserk, Mario will be there to stop him. Does that sound interesting? I can can see that. Because I've seen, like, funny... A man can jump higher. That's for sure. Yeah, true. I've seen like um, a cartoon of Mario and Luigi fighting, and they made Luigi like seem way more powerful. And I just wasn't sure if like that's kind of true because it kind of makes sense, you know. He's he's in Mario's shadow, and just it would be kind of a cool thing for the character to be like, "I'm the more powerful one," but everyone loves Mario, so it's like, why even pay attention to Luigi if he doesn't really show off his true capabilities? I don't know, that, that just kind of well, caught I mean, my eye. maybe it's the kind of thing where you have to... You have to think about someone who's less in the, in the like, in the show light. Less yeah. in the mainstream to even catch wind of this kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, have to, you have to be looking for it. I just wanted to correct myself. Ganon was in the original Super Smash Bros. I knew it. I, that was my mistake. I just never remember playing as him or playing against him. Ninety-eight was he was ninety-eight was when he was added to Smash. Ah, uh, yeah. He was not a, the a part of the original twelve, though. That's what I was trying to no, kept finding. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, Mario Luigi. Uh, who really can? Obviously, people. Some people even favor Luigi over Mario, which honestly I do. Um, from a personal, like being the, oh, isn't Luigi the older brother? I think so. I have zero clue. Uh yeah, because with me and my younger brother, we kind of had like a Mario Luigi type relationship going on. Um, but yeah, I feel for Luigi. He's really good. Definitely would, uh, pick him over Mario. All right, Jake. Yeah. Uh, I was just going to say, uh, you guys want to do like one more each? I got quite a few. I could just like spit them out, but if you have like only one more. Well, just, uh, you know. I, what is it at now? Forty minutes, something like that. You know, we gotta yeah. be uh, pacing ourselves. Um. So honestly, this is 
entirely a theory based on opinion alone. There's not much to really support it, but I have always considered Peach uh, to voluntarily be kidnapped. There's no fucking way she gets kidnapped that many times during all the games. Oh, you're saying... Princess Peach, you said? Yeah, she's Uh, probably getting, like, paid in... She's getting uh, some of that Bowser... Oh, crap. (laughs) I believe in that theory, Peach is actually part of Stockholm... Has a Stockholm Syndrome. Have you heard of uh, Bowser... What's it? Was it Bowserette or something? Bowsette. Bowsette. I think that's... Oh, yeah. I feel like they... I don't know. Was there a... Was that actually an item? It was, like, based off of, uh, like, a weird crown or something that would, oh, like, yeah. reverse genders and... Uh, or sex, whatever. And... I don't know that it ever actually, like, was in a game, though. I didn't play Odyssey. Um, but I thought it was just kind of conceptual. I didn't know Wasn't it was it? a gender swap. It's fan. Yeah. It's fan made. Uh, mo anthropomo, whatever that word is. Morphic. Yeah, gender swapped version of the Mar. It's oh, it's a gender swapped version of Bowser. I thought it was like Bowser and Peach's kid or something. No. No, it's like a a hat that would like I don't know tape off uh, Bowser or something. But yeah, it uh, it's completely fan made, so oh, I don't know. That's kind of cool. All right, Cody. Hi. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> oh, jeepers creepers. I'm going to get into the last one. Okay. Because I'm going to go on a tangent about this. It's a Minecraft one. Lo and behold, our beloved Minecraft. <laughs> Everything comes back to Minecraft. Yes. Shrek is love. Wrong. Minecraft is love. <laughs> um. <clears throat> so this goes without saying. We all know the end is where we go to beat the game. Right? Yes. Guess what this one's about? The beginning. Enderman. Oh. Close. <laughs> Wither. Wither. So it gets into it. So there's, they all tie in together. So the four that we talked that I mentioned earlier on in this, in this episode is, so these four with Minecraft is called the Lost Lore. You have, we'll start it in chronological order. So you have the Nether. Mm-hmm. The yeah. Wither, and then the Enderman. Isn't... Those three actually are all intertwined more than you think. Explain. So, so this this one's gonna go on for a minute, cause boy, oh boy. Um, so as we know, Steve is the only one of his kind, the only one that looks just like him. The only ones that look somewhat like Steve are the skeletons and zombies. And the husks. Yeah. Whether that be a variation of any one of those. So you have the... 
and here, Brian. Okay, that's we no. <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> Steve was the last of his kind, and so we all know the Nether exists. And what's in the Nether? Those Nether fortresses, mm-hmm. and those Nether fortresses are surrounded by soul sand and everything like that. So, but little sidebar about soul sand. If you look closely at the soul sand, it's actually little faces screaming. Oh yeah. So, so when the fortresses were built, they weren't just randomly built. They were built by these people called the ancient builders, the ancient ones, which Mm -hmm. were just like Steve, which also involves piglins and all that fun stuff with the bastions and that's a whole different thing. But they were created by these builders and when the builders died down there they would bury the bodies on top of the soul sand. So when the soul was sucked out by the soul sand of the corpses it would leave behind a soulless corpse and then that corpse would turn into wither. Charred corpses from you know nether because nether essentially is what hell yeah and so then those people that they buried in the fortresses with the next on the soul sand were the guardians of the fortresses what do wither do protect the fortress Mm. so then i'm giving i'm giving you spark notes quick rundown of this because boy it can go into way more depth than this um you guys still there yeah, I'm yes. here. I heard, we are. I heard a little click. Sorry, I'm like, I'm really quiet too. So I was like, it, wait. I just sent a funny meme in the Discord related to what you're talking about. Um. So then, they, you know, when the people died, they're like, oh, we want to bring people back because we've mastered teleportation and all this other stuff. So let's try to do the next best thing: beat death. So then they put soul sand, and they did a skull on it. It didn't do much. Then, by complete accident, they did soul sand with three skulls. Three mm-hmm. wither skulls. What does three skulls and three wither skulls and soul sand make? A person. Wither. Yeah. No, the wither. No. <laughs> it makes the wither. You know, which is mm-hmm. it's an entity, yeah. but it's not a person. So, but like in the Minecraft game, then you get this achievement called In the Beginning. In the beginning. So, and then when you beat him, it's By creating a wither. By creating a wither. And then when you beat the wither, it says in the beginning again. So, that all goes on to this next part, the end, an enderman. That's kind of just the stepping part. And remember that achievement. So, as we all know, there's strongholds in Minecraft, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And... The wither, whatever it touches, dies and develops this effect called decay. And it is a nasty thing. It sucks. It destroys everything you've built, loved, and created. Um, But the nether, I mean the wither, sorry, the wither, can't Mm -hmm. destroy the end portal. That is what the only block besides bedrock that it cannot destroy. So these ancient ones that lived there before... But in the overworld, traveled down into these strongholds, created this end portal without the knowledge that this portal would not allow them to come back. Because the wither can't touch it. 
and destroy it. But it leaves an open portal because he can't go through it either, unless, you know, you're in creative and you're just being a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and little did they know that in the end, there was a dragon. And the dragon, they were escaping a problem, not realizing they were coming into a different one. But, the, but granted, you know the dragon's chained up and everything, so who knows what the heck happened there. But over time, these builders then turned into Endermen because if you ever just stand idly by an Enderman, you can hear him talk, yeah. right? And they like they'll like if you ever pay attention, go into the game and play it. If you don't have it, go get it. Find an Enderman. Just don't look yeah. him in the eyes. If you do, yeah, put, a pump, yeah, yeah. put a put a carved pumpkin on your put a carved pumpkin on your head. Don't carry a block and, of dirt because you can you can literally carry you can put a carved pumpkin on your head and they don't attack you. No one knows. No one can postulate as to why that is. No one knows, but you'll hear them talk and there's little glimpses of things that sound like normal English. They say like, "Hey, hello, what's up?" And then the weirdest one that I've come across is you have to find the eye. But it sounds like in this garbled, twisted, nonsensical language, but it's vaguely English. Hmm. So that's that's the Enderman, but then to go into the end, like the end cities, like there's chests in there, right? Just yeah. like in the Nether. Both have chests that are identical in loot. Diamonds, gold, iron, and horse armor. What does anybody have anything to do with those things? What? In those realms. They don't. Because no one can use them. So, the theory is that these were created by ancient builders who then either died there or got trapped because they had no way back. And then the ancient builders in the end... Like mutated into end like basically because they, they they it's either from just over time and generations or eating the fruits that allowed them to teleport and move things and become these creatures. They've just lost ways, but they didn't lose their ways of moving blocks. They lost the use of everything else, but they get to keep the use of blocks. So that's why they like carrying around blocks. That's why they carry around blocks, and you can hear them doing distinct like voice chats, like yeah. chatting. Okay. And oh. that's the theory of the Enderman in the like end. Water them? Interesting. What do you mean, water them? Why do they not like water? Oh, that's that's. I mean, that's another thing that I don't know. It may be because of the fruit and the one of the effects of the fruit that they eat. It's a devil fruit from One Piece. <laughs> <laughs> so who knows oh, as to why oh. they don't like the water? But that's. That's my thought of how and why Steve is the last one. That is pretty cool. I like that theory. Um, it's kind of it's kind of the Sparks notes jumped into one, but then there's also the CDs and how the music notes and all that the music, the music CDs in game are all linked because there's two CDs with no names. Everything else has a name. There's there's disc 13 and disc 11. This is the one that I'm kind of getting into, not really. Like, I just started getting into. Yeah. It's all depicted, like, as creepy, weird things. And they're all, like, cave sounds. And there's one of them that literally is dead silent. And then it picks up as someone running. 
Mm. And it's just heavy breathing and coughing. Hmm. It's super weird. So if you get a chance, go listen to discs 13 and 11. And there's uh, spectrograms that literally show, like, if you know what a spectrogram is, that's cool. If you don't, I'll explain it. It's where you get to visualize audio peaks in visual audio waves. Yeah. And in the one, I think it's 13. I don't remember because I'm still learning, so don't quote me on this. Mm -hmm. I think it's 13. You see the face of a creeper in the spectrograph. And it is really creepy, but cool. What? That's so cool. (laughs) But no, like, it's just completely wild in the sense that there's they've spent so much time intertwining everything into these two discs that it has the cave sounds that has distinct creeper hissing and then blowing up you can hear the arrows being shot by skeletons down there there's the running on different like block types of gravel cobble stone um and then there's just dead silence in one then it picks back up and then it's so cool. You're just like, if you can find 13 and 11, I think 11 is the shattered one. But that's, they, they theorize that that's because of when the cave explorer, because it, it's just it's just notes from a cave explorer pretty much from those two. The disc is shattered because of the creeper blowing up and him landing in the water and the disc breaking. That makes mm. sense. I so, did. and then... It's really cool to look into if you want to look into 13 and 11. I did look it up. Endermen are afraid of water just because they were coded that way. The developers decided to give them this seemingly random weakness for no reason at all. They are the only mob that has that weakness. So literally that's no not, reason. That's not fun. <laughs> Take that back. Take that back. <laughs> um... <laughs> all right let's see we're coming up on an hour i wanted to just speed run through these um theories and i want uh-huh. your guys' opinions on if it's either like interesting or bullshit okay. zelda uh-huh. majora's mask is about the five stages of grief i can see it all right um i'm not even like reading into it just because of like trying to speed things up um have you guys heard about the pokemon lavender town suicide wait what (laughs) (laughs) this is more of a myth and a creepypasta but it's worth mentioning because the lavender town it's called the lavender town syndrome the pokemon lavender town syndrome theory claims that a peak in children's suicides in on february 27th of 1996 in japan happened after visiting lavender town in pokemon red and blue on the Game Boy. Oh, I actually did hear about that. I thought you were talking about like in the actual game, but oh. you know, there's that was wild. So that's not really okay to put though. Just because causation, causation isn't correlation. Mm-hmm. Correlation is the causation kind of situation. Yeah. Just because those suicides happen doesn't mean it's because of a game. But putting those two together makes it really good creepy pasta. Yeah, like stories that is, like yeah, it makes for a really Jeez. good story and a good publicity, but. Correlation is a causation. Mm-hmm. Just remember yep. that. <laughs> um, let's see here. Zelda Breath of the Wild is just Zelda 3 in Hyrule Timeline. Not wrong. Not wrong. Not wrong. Not wrong. All right. And for my last one, just because this has always made sense, if you've ever played Animal Crossing and you've always questioned Tom Nook, 
Animal Crossing is about a child abducting cult. Yep. Uh, that is one of the things that is one of the many Animal Crossing lores, theory, lore theory things, if you want to, whatever you want to call it. It is wild. It's about kidnapping. Yeah. It's mm. all it's about. It's kidnapping and bringing them into their lifestyle. Or if you just want to have fun with it, it's more just, more or less, it's everything is a lie about Animal Crossing. They're not a real animals. They're furries. They're furries. <laughs> speaking garbled English. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> uh. But that's not that's not bashing on anybody or what they like. That's just, remember, it's a theory. Yeah. And they're meant a to be game fun. theory. No. You know exactly what you do I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um... Okay, I think we're just gonna wrap up, wrap it up there. That was a lot of great theories. Um, there's every everyone's gonna have their own opinion whether they think some things are true, some things are just a good story, and everything makes the game more interesting. Uh, where can we find you guys on the medias? You can find us on every streaming platform, as well as. Facebook. Woohoo. And Woo make sure to join the Patreon as well. Yeah. Uh, right. Like on Spotify. Yeah. If you guys enjoy the Spotify podcast, how about you drop the follow and rate us five stars? Because we would greatly appreciate that. We are coming at you every week with great gaming content and some arguments. <laughs> <laughs> the arguments make it fun okay let's not let's not let's not bash that one that's true that's true that has been the chatty gamers podcast uh, along with luke cody and jake we will see you guys next week for a brand new episode peace out guys remember education is important but video games are important yes <laughs>